Hello, and welcome back to another podcast from Learn American English with This Guy, episode 35, already, episode 35. In today's episode, what I would like to do is simply go over my weekend plans in slow English. And some people have reached out through the YouTube channel and through Facebook saying they also like just hearing about what I do on a day-to-day basis in slow English. They like hearing about American culture. So that's what this podcast today will be about. Basically... A little bit more about my life and a couple big events that are going on with my kids. <clears throat> Excuse me, still fighting um, just a cold. My son is fighting a cold. It's uh, just a horrible time of year. I know I have said that a few times, but not fun. Not fun living in Maine. Or any cold weather climate. I know a few of you um, from Hello Talk. We've been speaking uh, from Russia and dealing with the same stuff, cold and sickness. But but I have been speaking with some people in China. Kofi, shout out to you. Thank you for all your advice, your help. Um, I will take this cold and the sore throat. Uh, and not have to deal with what is going on in China. So I know it's uh, very difficult for people in China to listen to Spotify or even get YouTube. Kofi has found a way around that with a with a VPN. So um, I am complaining about the cold and the sickness. But that will go away. Uh, I really do feel badly for all of the people in China who are dealing with this coronavirus. And of course, recently, I, I believe it made national news that the doctor that first warned about the respiratory problems. Ooh, that is a fancy word in English. Respiratory. Respiratory meaning breathing issues, usually dealing with the lungs, respiratory. Um, The doctor who first warned about the respiratory issues passed away this week and has created quite an uproar in China. So I do hope everyone in China stays safe. If you're listening from China, thinking about you guys and hoping this passes quickly. Um, On the YouTube channel, uh, yesterday I did a vlog, a couple actually, about this ice storm that came through the area and knocked out the internet to most of my state. And uh, it actually brought my family a little bit closer together. We tend to watch our own shows we have uh, three TVs 
and we each have a phone. So many times what I'm watching, my family doesn't like and vice versa. Vice versa is a good good term to use. It means and the opposite is true. So I like watching my shows on my phone and vice versa. Meaning my family also likes to watch their things on their shows. But yesterday, because the internet was down, we were all forced to watch the same show. And we dug out an old DVD series, almost 20 years old, called The Bernie Mac Show. And Bernie Mac is an American comedian who passed away back in 2008. But he was really popular in the United States. And his show was about his wife, sorry, his sister's kids. In the show, he is a very famous comedian, and in real life too. And because his sister was on drugs, he basically adopted the three children. And the three children, there's a teenage daughter who gives him a lot of attitude. There's a son who is eight and has a whole lot of health problems like asthma. He still wets the bed at eight. And then there's adorable little girl who's probably about three. But even though the show was 20 years old, my children laughed. And of course, my wife and I, who were big fans of the show 20 years ago, laughed as well. Luckily, the ice storm did not knock out power. But if you want to see some of the footage I took with the ice falling and making the roads slippery, check out that YouTube channel, same name, Learn American English with this guy. I think after 30 days, I get a URL that is more convenient. Like, I might be able to have youtube.com backslash Learn American English with this guy. But right now, it's a really clunky, not easy to find website. The URL is a mess. So if you want to see that footage, just, I think if you just search on YouTube, learn American English with this guy, Ice Storm Vlog, maybe, that will pull it up. And I just hit uh, 100 subscribers on YouTube. So thank you if any of you have found the YouTube channel from this podcast. I appreciate it. And I will talk more about my weekend plans right after this break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Thank you for tuning in. Again, I appreciate all of your support. The podcast seems to continue growing. No new countries to mention, but Italy, still anywhere between a quarter of the listens to sometime as much as a third of the listens, though. Thank you, Italy. Thank you, all of the people listening right now. It means a lot, and if this is helping you with your English, uh, that makes me very happy, too. So, of course, yesterday was an ice storm. The day before was a snowstorm, so I have been off from school for two days, and now it is the weekend. It is currently Saturday morning. I believe it is February 8th here. Yes, almost positive it's February 8th. And, excuse me, today my son has a hockey game. And if you have been keeping up with some of the podcasts, um, that is a big commitment for pretty much my whole family. My son often plays in... Massachusetts, up to three or four hours away. It is a really big commitment, but he plays on this team that is unique. It's the only tier one team in the state of Maine, which is the highest level. So that's why his team has to find other teams that are, I guess, at the same level. And those teams can only be found outside of Maine, where I live. So, for youth hockey, there is Tier 1, which he plays, which is the highest, and Tier 2, Tier 3, and Tier 4. So, that's why we are on the road a lot, traveling sometimes staying in hotels, but it's fun because the parents of his teammates are some great people, and we often hang out on the weekends together. We see a lot of each other, so it's uh, it's a great group of parents, <clears throat> and we like it, and my son likes it. Uh, my poor daughter, though, she doesn't like it, but She often gets to stay home alone for the day, and she likes that a lot. She's going to be 14 on Monday, so she likes being home alone like most teenagers, you know, not having their parents around all the time, and luckily, if there are any problems while she is here, home, by herself... My brother, my sister-in-law, and my mother actually live just right up the street. They live exactly one quarter of a mile away. So if there are any problems, she can give them a call or text them, and they can be down in literally two or three minutes. But this weekend, he only has one hockey game and that is only 40 minutes from the house 
which is where he plays his home games. And <clears throat> since many people, as I've said before, have reached out and said they would like to see more of American culture and vlogs about what is around me, I will do a vlog on my son's hockey game. Obviously, I don't want to show children on YouTube. It makes a different video if children are involved. There are different things that I have to do. So I will make sure any of the footage I take at the game will be when they have their helmets on so their faces can't be seen. But I know the hockey is exciting for me because I'm a parent, but I will not spend a lot of time filming kids hockey because I know it can be boring. But I will talk a little bit about youth sports on the vlog if you're interested in that type of thing. And I will show some footage of the arena where he plays and the outside ice rink that is there. Really beautiful stuff. And of course, I can't show that on a podcast. As I said, my daughter's birthday is coming up. She will be 14. And tonight, after my son's hockey game, we are going to clean the house. Super fun. Sweep the floors, mop the floors, all of that. Because the rest of my family, my mom, my brother, my sister-in-law, my nephews, my sister, my brother-in-law... I did a whole podcast on how to call your family members in English. You can check that out. It might be episode 14, maybe. <clears throat> but they're all coming over tomorrow for my daughter's birthday. We will celebrate her birthday with them. And I'm not sure how birthdays are celebrated around the world. I suppose I could do a podcast on how they are celebrated here in the United States, but 13 is a big birthday, and her birthday for 13 was last year. So at 14, her birthday isn't quite as big, but the family will still come over, and they will most likely give her money. That is what a lot of teenagers like, is money. So they can have a little freedom to spend it on what they like. And my daughter really likes clothes. But I would never dare buy her clothes. Because I'm 44. And she is 14. So what I think is cool or in style for clothing. Which really I have no clue. Is not what she thinks. So she would rather have the money. And we get a cake. And we put candles on it. And we sing happy birthday. She makes a wish. She blows out the candles. And that's kind of how we celebrate a birthday in the United States. Maybe I will go into more detail on a future podcast. Of course, if you would like to hear more about American birthdays, let me know. But 13 is a big one. 
16 is a big one. 18 is a big one. 21 is a big one because you can legally drink at 21. Um, then it probably goes 30, 40, 50, 60, 65 maybe because that is retirement age for a lot of people. And then I say if you can live past 65, every birthday is important. Celebrate 66, celebrate 67. Um, but we do sell, I mean, I will be 45 in November and we will still have a small party, but it's not a big, you know, event. When I turned 40, that was a big event. Uh, some friends came from Rhode Island from far away and we had a good time, but 45 will be probably pretty small. So for my daughter's 13th birthday, <clears throat> we surprised her with a trip to New York City. She loves everything Broadway. She is always singing in her room, Broadway songs, auditioning for plays, musicals, all of that. And occasionally while I'm filming a YouTube video, she is also singing in her room, but I think that the microphone doesn't quite catch it, which is ideal. My daughter would be very embarrassed if anyone heard her singing on YouTube while she's practicing. Um, so, for 13, we took her to New York City for 13, not 13, for three or four days, I believe. We took her to New York City for three or four days and last year she got to see seven Broadway shows for her birthday I believe we took her to four I got to see one with her my wife got to see one with her and I believe she bought herself two tickets to other shows so we might have been down there for maybe five days but we stayed right at Times Square, did the whole touristy thing. If you are ever in New York City, I highly recommend going to Times Square because it is just an explosion of lights and flashes and it is pretty cool. But I also think you don't need to spend a whole lot of time in Times Square. Visit spend an hour maybe two there are some cool stores there there's a large M&M store uh, a large Hershey store which I talked about Hershey in a podcast on the state of Pennsylvania but New York City is great but I don't really have much of a desire to go back it's just a little too big for me way too many tourists but I didn't get to visit the Statue of Liberty so I would like to go back and do that um, visit the 9-11 memorial that would be great but New York City is not my favorite American city it is a great city but not a one of my favorites I'd rather go to New Orleans or even Philadelphia, Boston, 
San Francisco, Chicago. Those are great cities <clears throat> and a little bit easier to get around, in my opinion. But if you are coming from outside of the country, I do suggest do New York City at least once. And that Washington, D.C., I love Washington, D.C. I've been many times, great city right there. So this year for my daughter's 14th birthday, we surprised her last night and she is going to go back to New York City for three days this time. My wife is going to take her. My son and I will stay here and probably do some guy stuff, maybe go out to eat a couple times, maybe see a movie. But my daughter is taking a friend this time. So they will go see a Broadway show together and hopefully have a lot of fun. It takes about six hours to get to New York City from my house. And we normally drive about four hours to Connecticut and we park our car in a parking lot overnight. It's not too expensive. I think it was $5 a day, something very cheap. And then we take the train in to New York City because having a car in New York City, if you're not used to driving in the city, can be a little bit more of a hassle than not having one. You can take the subway pretty much anywhere and you don't have to pay the enormous fees to park in New York City. So if you can go without a car, it is much better, in my opinion. So I think that's going to about do it for this episode. Episode number 35. I hope you enjoyed something. I hope you learned something. And I hope you tune in next time. So thank you for tuning in to this one. And I will see you next time.